0: Hey, really quick, if there's one thing I can guarantee you is that you are in some way, shape, or form working on improving your health and wellness. What if I told you that for whatever you're working on, I've got something that's just right for you? The best part is, is that it's all organic and extremely bioavailable. Let me help you reach your health goals. Feel the power of Steven Superfoods with sweet discounts and a 30-day money-back guarantee if you aren't satisfied, but I promise you that won't be the case. Ascend your health. What's up guys? Welcome back to the Ascension show. So glad to have you on the show today. If you're listening, thank you so much. I've got my fellow friend from the Circle Syndicate, James on the show. James, I'm so happy you could take the time to talk to me today. If you would give a short introduction about yourself.
1: Steven, thank you so much for uh, having me, brother. It's great to uh to sit here uh, with you and, you know, undive on some uh unpack some cool topics here. Uh, I'm good, man. Um, nothing crazy about me. I'm uh, James Jang, 27 years old. Um, I'm the CEO of Limitless Financial Solutions. And uh, what we do is we help individuals uh, fix and uh, use credit as leverage uh, to create multiple streams of passive income so that they can gain financial freedom. So we're in the uh, financial consulting space. And um, I'm a guy that uh, I like exotic cars and, um, you know, uh, you know, the, the bougie things in life. I like traveling, I like uh, watches, and I, I'm a big foodie. So yeah, just a, a little overview about me.
0: Yeah, man. I think it's really awesome that you're doing the financial consulting industry because one thing that's interesting to me is when you're you know, growing up and you're in the education system and you're going to public school, more more likely, you have no Education. No one gives you any education. You have no, relatively no knowledge of financial literacy unless your parents helped you out with that. So, the overwhelming majority of people that are going through the education system have no idea what credit is, how to build it, uh, what they should do with their money, and and it's just it's it's honestly dis- really disappointing because you know they they did me dirty, they did p- so many people dirty, and then. Uh, even even my parents like you know some some people in that generation right don't have the same kind of knowledge that you do in this topic so you know then as as children like me getting advice from my parents who also weren't educated in this topic just doesn't create a harmonious method of using this currency that we have established our entire society on
1: yeah I mean it's and it's you know I agree with you 100%. It's so crazy because credit, I something is is something that I think is the most important 3-digit number. Okay, to your name, especially in the country of America, right? Like if you don't have good credit, if you don't have an established credit profile or any established credit history, it's pretty hard to honestly get approved for anything. And a lot of people fall into this um, in a sense, this this belief that you know they're like, well, well I'm, I'm I'm cash heavy, right? I have a lot of cash. I'm sitting on a, a, a lot of cash. I don't really need credit. And honestly, that's how like I don't know about your parents, man, but that's how my parents were. It was like cash, 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 cash. But I'm like, you know, the bank doesn't really care that you have a million dollars in cash. They're, they're not going to give you a mortgage when you want to get you know rental property, right? The bank doesn't really care that you have a million dollars in cash when you want to go out and you want to buy you know um, a car they're going to need to check your credit and some places like you know uh, that you want to rent you know for an apartment or even jobs like for employment if you have bad credit they're not going to let you rent and a lot of places won't even hire you if you have bad credit so um credit goes a long way man in, in this country and I think more people need to understand that
0: Yeah, uh, it's something that I'm definitely gonna be spending time learning this year, and especially as I continue to grow up. (laughs) But something I think is interesting, and I think we briefly spoke about it once before, is how a lot of people who are let's say financially successful and have very successful businesses and you know their own ventures that they're doing very well in kind of like the people that we're connected with they all they always are talking about it too which is interesting because they're the only ones i've ever heard it from
1: yeah yeah i mean you know when it went so there's multiple there's multiple sides to credit right like like he, here's what i'm going to say right I, and a lot of times uh you know uh, uh people recognize my posts about this on instagram there's a difference between good debt and then there's bad debt right so or, or in other words like kind of kind of like going back to like originally like good credit versus bad credit right so like like for example if we're going to talk about good debt good debt is something that's going to help like that you're going to use credit for to help you make more money or otherwise known as an asset bad debt is kind of like okay well i'm going to open up like 10 credit cards and i'm going to go buy like jordan's and i'm going to like freaking go to the club and i'm going to party that's obviously bad debt right like i'm not saying like okay like somebody's going to come onto this show to be well James I resell sneakers that's how I make a living if that's you I'm not talking to you great you know if you go to the club to network and like you're a club promoter and that's how you make money great but is that the average person right no definitely not no right it's 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 bro it's certainly not me right so what I'll do like for example uh, an example of good debt is well let's just say you um, have a good credit score, right? And you decide to take out like a loan or you decide to utilize some lines of credit to go hire a business coach, right? You're hiring that business coach, what you're doing is you're paying for information. Just like Alex Hormozzi says, you have to pay for information. You have to pay down the tax of ignorance, Mm -hmm. right? Like something Hormozzi says is for every single year that you're not making a million dollars, it's costing you the difference between what you're making and actually, uh, and the actual number of a million dollars, that's what it's costing you not to make a million. So if you make 50K a year, it's costing you 950K not to make a million, right? But like, for example, if you were to pay a coach or a mentor, let's let's just say you wanted to start your own podcast, like this wonderful podcast that you have, but you, don't, you didn't know how to go about it. You wanted to start a mastermind group. You wanted to start a social media marketing agency. You want to start doing e-commerce. If you're paying for somebody to teach you and using credit to do that for something that's going to give you a massive ROI, a return, then that's considered good debt. Um, and that's actually what I did. I mean, I'm, a, you know, uh, I don't know how deep you want to get into that, but that's actually what I did when I first started my entrepreneurial journey. And that's kind of what got me off the ground and running. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I see. I've seen you talk about that before, where you help your clients get back on their feet with good credit. And from there, you help them with the Facebook automation um the Facebook automation store where you use the credit card that you earned with the good credit that you built to fund the the Facebook store, whereby the Facebook store comes back and repays the credit card that you maxed out, I believe. Yeah. I something I'm curious about is is So if you build this credit up and then you have this credit card that you're spending with no like money, you know, no liquid asset, like in your bank account. So you're spending like, I don't know how much money, like how maybe like $5,000 on a Facebook store. So
1: yeah, like for example, like how the, how the business model would work is like, for example, okay. So that's a perfect example. If you're somebody that wants to make passive income, right. But you don't necessarily have that capital upfront to use. Well, then that shouldn't stop you from starting up a side business or a side hustle, right? Because to be honest, most people, they don't have the liquid available. Even if it was something like, you know, five thousand, ten thousand, fifteen thousand 15,000 bucks, mind you, the average American has less than $1,000 to their name. In their checking account and that's a fact like i've done a lot of research man like that's a freaking fact and the average american has below a 640 credit score which is terrible you're not really going to get approved for anything for that right so the idea of this is all right so we're going to leverage you know uh zero interest credit cards preferably on the business end of things which i'm going to get into that a little bit later why business credit is uh differs from personal credit Uh, But then what you want to do is you want to go ahead and use that to start up the store. And then the profits that your store is going to be generating on a monthly basis is going to be then poured in to paying off that good debt that you got into to start up this cash flow and asset. So a lot of people that are listening to this, they might be like, oh, that actually sounds familiar. That sounds like rental properties i'm like that's exactly like rental properties you're going to go to the bank right let's just say it's a, a it's your first time home buyer right you're going to put down three percent and they're going to give you the loan for the rest of the total loan amount right and then what you're going to do is if you're going to rent your property out every single month the goal is what the goal is to have your tenants pay for your mortgage and then you you know you pocket a little bit of profit cash flow whether it's 100 200 300 bucks on the back end so this is the same concept man this is the same concept we're leveraging other people's money the bank's money if we don't have money that doesn't that shouldn't stop us we need to go find a way to get the money at zero interest which basically means it's free money for the first 12 to 18 months, right? And then you're gonna leverage that into a business that's gonna pay that off and then the rest, um, the rest is yours to uh, to profit.
0: Okay. See, that's yeah. it's a really fascinating concept and something it's that- very,
1: yes. <laughs> yeah, and something that yeah. I can't really wrap my
0: head around is so you have this free money, right? With the credit mm-hmm. card and you pay this, you know, X amount of dollars to have your side hustle, your Facebook store, your, you know, your drop shipping store, whatever. Yep. And you spend this money, but, what if what if you're not making that money back in that, that ideal time frame to where you have to pay that money back?
1: Yeah, yeah, that, that's a great question. So a lot of people will ask that. And here, here's the most here's two things. I'm very, very transparent with people, right, especially when it comes to investments and stuff, because I feel like I don't know, all these like online gurus are just like lying to you to get you into their course and i have made a promise to myself to not be one of those online gurus i'm i'm going to tell you the good the 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 ugly the pretty the bad everything right so number one the the first thing you have to understand is risk management you have to make sure that the asset that you're going to be potentially investing into is something that is going to work (laughs) and I say that with a grain of salt because there's no guarantee, right? But you have to make sure okay, is this a proven business model? Is there other people that are doing it? Is there people that are in the same position as you? Right? Like like if you're a student, you're struggling financially, you know, you're you want passive income. Is there other students that are struggling financially that want passive income? Right? I can confidently say am I, am I in my in my in our automation service, we have plenty of students. We have a medical student her name is Kayla. Okay, she makes like an extra five seven hundred dollars a month hands-free so a college student that's a, that's a lot of money and that's only the first couple stages of her store and then we also have investors that are already millionaires that just want another stream of income so number one thing you have to ask yourself is like is this business going to cash flow don't look for red shiny object syndrome because what a lot of people nowadays do is now you have you know things like, like exotic car rental businesses i drive a lambo so i understand i'm, I'm in the industry i get it But it's like the idea, oh, my God, you know, take out a loan for an exotic car. You have a $300,000 car in your hand and you're going to rent it out for $1,500 a day. And then everything's going to be swell. Like, no, what happens if you get curb rash? What happens if someone crashes into you? It's not all swell, right? So that's not like, like, for example, that's a business not hating. Just being honest, like, that's a business. I'd be like, hmm, I don't know if you should, like, leverage all that credit, right? Like, max out everything Mm. and get because it's just kind of like, it's, there's so much risk and, and not for nothing, but you're dealing with a physical piece of property, right? you're dealing with a vehicle versus an e-commerce store. Not to be biased, everything is digital. There's nothing tangible, right? But you're still getting those deposits on a daily basis whenever you get orders. The second thing I want to talk about is um, when it comes to that, you know, you got to understand that kind of kind of dabbling into point number one. You know, we'll always be honest with people like, hey, like, there's always going to be a chance that a business fails. I mean, dude, how often do we see that happening? right like how how, like come on like you see all these jeff bezos elon musk how many times did these guys fail before they became billionaires right so businesses always have a chance to fail and you just have to like think to yourself okay you have to have a plan well if i'm going to make this investment obviously i'm going to have positive thoughts and high hopes that this business is going to work but if it doesn't i need to have a payment i need to have a plan on how i'm going to repay the cards right and and chances are you're going to probably maybe you might incur a little bit of interest you might have to pay um some extra fees and interest but there's also ways around that like balance transfers you know uh things of that nature that that will kind of wipe all of that out but it's really just about understanding which business to get into and and ultimately having a risk management and a backup plan if you can have those two things um, then you should be you know honestly pretty solid
0: yeah, dude. So yeah, this is interesting, man. I'm, I'm enjoying this conversation so far. So another thing that we talked about before too, was how you were in the fitness industry and you did coaching and yeah. we, that's actually something that's become, that's, you know, booming right now is the coaching and the online coaching and the personal training and the mentorship in that regard, but you left that to do this yeah. and what, can you explain your, you know, the thought process behind that and what motivated you to do that?
1: Yeah so great question i love fitness okay like let me just get that sh- out there for everybody i mean steven you follow me on instagram you know nothing like those shirtless you know pictures selfies every day the by showing, showing, showing the six but i'm kind of pumped up right now but um I, i'll always love fitness fitness was my first real business for those mm. of you that are listening like i literally like i worked every day job you could think of okay i, I did macy's i did Foot Locker, i did finish line I was a, a a waiter a bus boy i was like ser- waiting tables cleaning up after rich people serving rich people bread and olive oil that was so expensive i couldn't even fucking pronounce what kind of olive oil it is okay like i've done it all um and and i actually started that journey while i was working at a corporate gym called la fitness i'm sure you've heard of that and everybody just loved my charisma my training style so much that they were like yo i don't want to train with this gym anymore i don't want to get locked into this contract i want to go train with you And I took that business in person, right? I started gathering clients and then I took it online. Had a lot of success with it. I transformed over 1200 people's lives in just about two years. It was a lot lot of success. I made a lot of money doing it. It was great. But I'll be honest, I got to a point where I fell out of love for the industry, okay? Because, you know, you just have all these, you know, people that are promoting diet pills and these stupid crash diets that just don't work and you know oh well buy this waist trainer and put this cream on and tomorrow you're gonna look like me like no dude you took steroids and you dieted you ate six meals a day you weighed out all your food you stayed under your your, you were in a caloric deficit like stop lying to people you know and it just got a super bad rep but also like i i'll be honest i was sick of trying to force people to care Mm. about their health Steven. And that was something that really pissed me off. Cause it's just, it's almost like if you're 300 pounds and I need to like be on your ass to drink your water, go to the gym and eat your meals every day. And you're like already a diabetic like that to something like I've lost family members to diabetes. I've lost family members to kidney failure. My mom has high cholesterol. My uncle has high cholesterol. I at one point has, have high, have had high cholesterol. And to me, it's like that scares the living shit out of me. Like, I get up every day and I go to the gym regardless if I want to or not. And so I just kind of got sick of babying people to give a shit about the only thing that really matters in life, which is their health. If I'm gonna be fully transparent with everyone out there, and I always had a passion for money. I, I always said I'm Chinese, man. I come from a Chinese family, dude. You know, it's like, oh, we talk at the dinner tables. Everyone's talking about, hey, you know, you know, what did you learn in school today? We're talking about, you know, my, my parents are sitting there talking about, you know, how much money the rest, the Chinese restaurant made today, you know? So I, I I grew up surrounded by money and I realized that was my real passion. I want to teach people how to, how money works, how to make money, how to invest money and how to keep money and preserve wealth. Um, and I can confidently say, like, this is my true love and my passion for what, for, for for what I want to do for the rest of my life.
0: Dude, dude, yeah, that's awesome. And it and uh, you, so you definitely step into a teacher role. I feel like everybody, yeah. in some way, shape, or form, steps into the teacher role, yeah. and. Yeah, you found. I can see it in your eyes. The listeners know, but yeah, I can see it when he switched from talking to the fitness stuff and then he went to the finance <laughs> stuff. I was like, okay, yeah, this, this it makes sense, and yeah. uh, and and you do a really good job of explaining how it works to people like me who are new to everything and don't understand because it. That's one thing I think that keeps people away from it is just they have they don't know what they're learning and they don't know what to learn and what angle to start from. Yeah, it just makes everything more complicated than it should be. Uh, And and that that really begs the question, was it made to be this confusing for people that look at it from the outside so that they don't take initiative to learn to keep them in the same place that they are?
1: Well, Steven, I, I think there's a reason why the education system doesn't teach about credit. There's a reason why they don't teach about taxes. There's a reason why they don't teach about investing. There's a reason why they don't teach about leverage, right? I can go on for days. So there's a reason why they don't, you know. There's a reason why, you know, uh, uh, as soon as somebody gets sick, you know, they're gonna say, "Oh my God, COVID's back!" You know, they're gonna push you to get the vaccine, right? But they're gonna, <laughs> but but then they're gonna hide like the fact that there's really no research behind it, and now people are having, you know, freaking like blood clots, the blood clots, yeah, and heart attacks from from the vaccine right but anyways that's a whole nother, you know that's 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 a whole nother podcast but there's a reason why it's cuz they want to keep you broke okay yeah. they, they want to keep you broke man they want to keep you broke because because let me ask you this if everybody understood oh let me uh, like i need to fix my credit i need to get a good credit score If everybody understood, this is how you leverage credit. Wow, James just said I can literally take a hundred thousand from the bank at zero interest, basically like a rich uncle giving you a hundred grand and you have a year to to, a year and a half to pay him back. Right. And I could use that money for whatever the fuck I want to start a business to leave my shitty nine to five and to create something that I'm truly passionate about. If everyone was doing that, who would be flipping burgers at McDonald's?
0: Fucking nobody
1: right if, if 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 everybody was doing that you know who would be the garbage men if everybody was doing that who would be who would be the cashiers at walmart you know what i mean so it's like They need the lower class and the middle class to keep the economy booming. As sad as it fucking sounds, right? And there's nothing wrong with those jobs, by the way. Like if you work at Walmart, you work at McDonald's, I don't want you to think I'm attacking you. Like keep hustling, right? But ask yourself, is that what you really want for the rest of your life? If it is, you want to just serve people Big Macs and fries and McFlurries, great. But if it's not, you need to learn from people who have the success that you want to have. And you need to learn how to get the hell out of that. But yeah, to answer your question, I mean, People are scared of it because they're not knowledgeable. You're scared. You're only scared of things that you don't know about, Mm. right? Like, like, like you're a fit guy, Steven. I see on your Instagram stories all the time. You work out. You're very big on health, hydration, diet, right? Like it's scary to an overweight person because most of the time they won't get started because they don't know what to do in the gym. They're embarrassed. They're going to fall off a machine. So you don't know what you don't know, which is why it's so important to learn from people that, that do know.
0: Yeah. Oof. That's so powerful, man. And like taking that step of exiting your comfort zone it's comfortable man it's comfortable being in this in this spot where you're just you know okay with being like broke or being on the paycheck to paycheck and like limiting yourself and reserving yourself and being in this state of scarcity because it's predictable yep. but yep. if you step if you step out of that zone into that that space where it's unpredictable it's like well well shit i could take a hundred k from the bank but I could blow it and not make it back and I would you have to pay all this money back. Or the other side of the coin is I could take this money and I could really turn it into something amazing and use it as a mechanism to elevate myself. So yeah. it's it's all about being okay with stepping out of that comfort zone and having it's it's something it's mental. And that's yeah. I think People say fifty percent of things is mental. I think it's like eighty percent. Yeah,
1: I agree.
0: (laughs) Eighty percent of things is mental, and if you can curate a mentality to where you can can think abundantly and think about, it's all about that risk reward too. You know, thinking long term and thinking in these situations. Yep. How are they going to play out? How can you influence this result? And how is this going to work out? And and it's so important to think of that. And a lot of people don't have this. They weren't trained to have it. You know, yep. I have. I had to go out of my way and learn all these mental things. You know, jujitsu has been great for me to learn all these mental things. And then, you know, everything else compounded from there. And you can take the yeah. lessons. I don't know how, how, where your mental thing, mental fortitude came from, but that's yeah. how it came from for me. And so that came from stepping out of my comfort zone and doing that doing hard shit
1: doing hard shit well I mean Steven I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you for that because it's like a lot of people don't understand that right bro it's like it's like like okay if if just put it this way right if you're at where you're at right now in life I want you guys in the audience to visualize this visualize where you're at right now right your, your finances your 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 relationships and your your physical health are things finances relationship and, and, and physical health okay all right number one let's start with your finances well if you're if you're not happy with financially where you're at whether you are broke or whether you're not broke you just want more money okay well why do you think you're at where you're at right now well because you've been doing the same thing so in order to get to that next step what do you have to do you have to do something different right let's talk about like relationships and like family and stuff like that right like if you're not happy in the relationship that you're in well why do you think you're in the position that you're in right now in this relationship? Because you've been doing the same thing. You've been acting the same way, whether you have a temper, whether you don't communicate, whether you have, you know, trust issues, whatever it is, you need to be able you need to do something different. You need to find a solution to solve that so that you can have better relationships, right? With your physical health, right? We're both fitness, fitness fanatics, right? Like, like, Oh, well, I'm not happy. Cause I only have, like right now I don't have a six pack. I have a beer belly. Well, what do you think got you to that beer, belly? Oh, well, I fucking eat McDonald's four times a week. I don't exercise at all. You know, I smoke a shit ton of weed and I get the munchies. And then I end up downing like, you know, 10 brownies and a whole pie from Domino's. Okay. So like, do you think that if you keep downing 10 brownies and eating pizza pies and smoking weed and doing all this stupid shit, do you think that's going to get you a six pack? No, nothing changes if nothing changes. Right. Mm. So like, so for, for me, bro, like. For me, what really like gets me up and going every day, like I'm not motivated every day. Come on, anybody who tells you they are, they're freaking bullshitting you, right? Bro, I woke up today the most unmotivated ever. The most unmotivated I've ever been probably in like three months. Guess what? I still posted my content. I still talked to clients. I still got on calls. I'm still doing this podcast. I still, uh, 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 well, today was actually a rest day because my body is shot, but if it wasn't, I would have still gone to the gym, right? I still went to go get my haircuts. I'm still answering my emails. And it just comes down to your why. Mm. What is your why? Because if you're somebody that just constantly freaking relies on motivation, good luck, dude. Good luck. Cause motivation comes in waves, right? Like one day you're gonna be super motivated. The next day you're gonna feel like shit. But when you remember that long-term picture, that why, like, hey, that, that right there, that end goal, I cannot take my eyes off of that goal. And I'm gonna do everything that I can to get there. Well then, you're never really gonna need motivation in your life. That's the fire yeah. that's lit up your Oof. ass. Man. That's the fire that's lit up your ass every day, bro.
0: Yeah, man. Ooh, that's so good. That's so good. I see. My thing is like, I I make such awesome good progress, and then I do something like a hardcore fast or like a heavy metal detox, and then I get super okay. sick, and I'm like, oh, I just I just lost like two weeks of my progress here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's like, the worst, dude. That's yeah. The
0: worst. Yeah, I, um, I, I went really hardcore on this heavy metal detox like uh, a couple yeah. weeks ago and it just knocked me on my ass and I was like, oh, all this progress I was making in the gym and all this jujitsu and the, you know, working on my content, and the business, it just, you, and then you have to focus on your health, man, but. Um, have to. Yeah. So what I resonate the most with is is the why portion because yeah. a lot of people That i come across i I, i'm surrounded a lot by people just my age you know early 20s college they just don't have a definitive purpose they're walking around aimlessly to put it bluntly and they're doing something that their parents want them to do like getting a degree in finance and then getting an internship to be uh you know working an office job but it doesn't seem like it resonates with them and so yeah. they're going to get this degree and they're going through the, the motions and they don't seem very content with everything and they spend their weekends partying and spending money going out and buying the fast food and yeah you i mean a lot of people my age are doing the gym and stuff which is great but you know i still think about you know is what you're building right now really your purpose
1: yeah Yeah, or are you just doing it just to do it? Which is what I mean, like, working out is working out, right? Taking care of your health is is never bad, right? Yeah. Like, you know what I think, Steven? I think that, like, it's really, like, okay, because I was this person at one point, which is why I could, like, I could speak so confidently about this, like, most people they have one aspect nailed down but they lack another area. so let me let me let me explain what i mean by that right you have these people at the gym i know because i used to be a bodybuilder okay i was jacked up like dude i'm this little five foot four dude okay I, at the time i weighed like 150 i probably weigh less now because i was like all juiced up at the time right i'm weighing 150 bro i'm benching like 225 i'm squatting like 275 and you know it's all about the body to weight ratio i was huge right i looked amazing okay I was broke. I, I, my relationships were shit. Right. And then I got to a point where I was like, damn, like money's not a problem no more. But then I let myself go. Mm. Right. And my relationships were still shit. And now I'm getting to a point in my life where it's like, it feels like everything's finally falling into place. It's so important to have all, like to, to be a well-rounded individual right like if you make a lot of money okay but you're fat as shit and you're you're going to die in 10 years cuz you're 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 you know you're going to have a heart attack and you're going to have a stroke cuz you don't take care of yourself well that money's really no good if you're super super jacked up but you're just like okay with working at gnc your whole life and you know making 25 dollars an hour and living paycheck to paycheck you know eating your chicken out of a tupperware you know, you just something's got to change there, right? Like I'm just keeping it honest and blunt here, right? Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe a little too blunt for your audience, but like you got to just be a well-rounded person, bro. You got to be a well well-rounded. You got to attack every area and every spectrum of your life, and make sure that all you know the engine is firing on all cylinders. Is some something that I like to say.
0: Yeah. So what what you said that I caught on to really quickly in that part was how. For you at this moment, it seems like everything is falling into place. So I wanted to ask you, what did you change about yourself and your habits and your behaviors to get to this point where everything just seemingly falls into place?
1: Good question. Uh, Self-reflection. Like really getting honest with myself because I'm very honest with other people, (laughs) as you can tell. I love it. I, I had an issue with being you know very honest with myself because I had my own insecurities I had things that I knew I did not like about myself um but then I was like no nah, 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 it's fine you know because like it used to be back in the day it's fine because I have I, I'm jacked up and then when I started making money it's like nah, I don't give a fuck bro I have money now then I realized none of that shit matters unless like you feel good about yourself you feel me so it's like a lot of self-reflection, um, something that I would never in a million years thought that I would have done, but has helped me so freaking much is going to therapy.
0: Damn, go that's through. good.
1: Because again, we live in a world where it's like, oh, you're masculine. You're a man. Why the fuck would you go to therapy? You know, it's stupid. And and I, I thought like that for a period of time. Okay. Um, but when I did a couple of sessions and just realizing getting a non-biased Point of view and just having like the therapist sit there and you just literally pouring your entire heart out to them and they're just they're they're giving you like they're asking you so many excellent questions that get you to think about you know maybe the decisions you've made and why you are the way that you are is it childhood trauma is it your past relationships is it maybe uh the fact that you know your uh, your 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 financial success Therapy has literally helped me get to where I am today. But just to be clear, though, I'm nowhere near done. Like, I still have a lot of things I'm still working on I that I'm not happy about. But every day, I'm working on those things. Um, you know? So, yeah, self-reflection and therapy, man. Like, gentlemen, don't be afraid to go to therapy. Fuck what people say. Um, therapy has absolutely changed my life in every single aspect.
0: Dude, I, I've never heard um, a, 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 a man of your... Uh, how do I say this aptitude <laughs> Speak positively about therapy every time I've oh, come shit. across a man that's gone to therapy I've been like bro like I can help you out better than them yeah yeah uh, um, yeah. so dude yeah awesome bro that's I'm glad that you said that I've actually I talked to someone on the sh- two podcasts ago we di- we talked yeah. about therapy and it was from a she's a girl so she's coming from a feminine side but having yep. this masculine input is I think you know if people listen to both they'll still see both so that's great man so yeah. yeah really awesome bro so as I wrap up every podcast every episode on the Ascension show I ask my guests one question. And it's sure. the same question. So James, everyone in the whole world is listening to you right now. Let's pretend that and you have one message that you're going to share with these people. What are you going to tell everyone?
1: What I'm going to tell everyone is you need in, in, in order to get from point A, which is where you're at right now to point B. It's a, it's a mandatory requirement that you learn from people who have what you want. Okay. And, and I say that because we live in a world where we want to listen to our parents. We want to listen to our siblings. We want to listen to, you know, our friends, our uncles, aunts, family. Right. But here's the thing. You can listen to them. That's fine. If they have the success the things, the body, the relationships, the marriage, the health and all of these things that you want. The biggest setback is taking advice from people who have no idea what it's like to achieve the things at the magnitude that you want to achieve them. And out of all the things I could have said I could have just dished out like you know whatever like a motivational quote like yeah take risk and don't be scared and yeah like dude everybody fucking says that right like that shit like you your audience can go on YouTube for that right like but I'm gonna give you like real tangible shit like look around you like who are you surrounding yourself with okay are you surrounding yourself with losers or are you surrounding yourself with winners are you surrounding yourself with people who are broke and staying in on, on uh, um, partying on weekends or are you surrounding yourself with people who are broke but working towards getting out of that cycle if it's the first option leave leave that that's that that's deadly right are you surrounding yourself with people that are eating cheetos potato chips playing video games you know drinking soda and are 50 pounds overweight or are you hanging out with people that are hitting the gym at least three to four times a week, drinking plenty of water, eating their greens, taking care of themselves, grooming, getting their haircuts? Who are you surrounding yourself with? Because ultimately, as time goes on, that's who you're going to end up becoming. So take a, so again, take a good look around. Are these Do these people have what you want? No? What are you still doing there? Yes? Find a way to get around more of those people. So... In other words, your network is your net worth. Mm. And I'm going to leave it at that. (laughs)
0: There you go. James, yeah, I resonate with that so much. I always try and keep that in my mind. It's like, don't take advice from someone that's not in a place you don't want to be in. So, yeah, man. Thank you so much for coming on the Ascension Show, James. I really enjoyed our conversation, man. Uh, It's nice to speak with you in long form like this. Listeners, if you got this far, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate your support. Hit me up if you ever need anything. Otherwise, peace, everybody.
1: Peace out.